Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Listen. No, you listen. Welcome to Kill Me Now. I'm your host, Judy Gold. That's it. No one else is here. Listen, here's the deal. What? That's Seth. Seth is back. Hennessy's here. Hey. I didn't, I'm not introducing you yet. Just wait a second. Um, I just, I have to begin. I mean, Happy New Year to everyone. Chag mm. Okay. Chag is Happy Holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Aren't you proud of me? What? That you said Chag Yes. I'm learning. What? You you always want to teach me these things no, about Jewish it's, culture, it's, and you're always insisting that I'm Jewish. I don't want. Until, I do not insist you're Jew. What oh, are you, you you did. About? You have insisted I was. You every you you got to be. Oh, you're definitely Jew. Oh, Winkler, that's Jew. Yeah, I and said Winkler's minute, a little Jew. The minute I find a little Jew in me, you're like, nope, absolutely, you're not. Okay, There's listen, not a drop here's in you. because because you're so annoying that <sighs> I don't want to admit that there's any Jew in you because you, I, I I like. All right, people write in about how annoying you are, right? right? Continue. Uh, they write in how annoying you are, but they don't also know the extent of it. They don't know the extent of your that you, the. Let's just begin with the fact that if you follow me on Facebook, oh, I know, or, I know what you're going to say. Okay, or on Twitter. Have okay. any of you done voice dictate? No, I didn't get my story out yet. VP. Anyway. That's voice probation. <laughs> what time is it? It's time for Hennessy to shut the fuck up. So apparently, you know, Hennessy's supposed to do all the marketing, like, you know, hey, tune in, you know, this week on, you know, when supposed he feels to. like it, you know, because sometimes he disappears. Anyway, that's, we'll talk about that another time. Anyway, apparently it said Jen Kirkman could have been a comedian uh, i mean a ballerina could of could of bit on mine I'm like a, i wrote it I meant like it, i wrote it i meant it as a contraction okay you fucking you have to check your work i i, I, I do I, I think like i wrote could of i okay uh, i'm not fucking trump i don't write could of i f- for please it's could have i know so oh. then i have then you can't get a hold of him it's like you know hey can Un- you please change this thing i did can you please change this thing and okay, i said 80 yes. hours later what what about that ugly picture you put up on facebook of me with lady bunny i'm i'm dressed as chaz bono yeah and, and she's <laughs> and she's sucking off a carrot right did I approve the Chaz Bono photo? No one knows what that's from. Am I getting everything approved from yeah, you now? Yeah, that now you are. Could have. No could have. That would be you ridiculous. You could have gotten it approved. I, I could not have should gotten it approved. It, yeah, should have, could have, would have. All right, well, Ladies that gentlemen, I, I just want to kill myself. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that we live in this fucking country. I'm a pretty and nice guy. Hennessy is out of his fucking mind. Anyway... I'm so excited, our guest today, yay, 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 here he is, yeah, 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 and he's part you. Wow. He's part Jew. I am part Jew. Jew, 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 Until Jew, you Jew, pissed Jew. Judy and off. And my mother taught Jen Kirkman dance at Emerson College. No way. Yes, she and did. I've known Jen since Emerson. We were... Are you kidding? Oh my, it's for shirt. Did you know she could it's, have been a ballerina? She could have been a ballerina. <laughs> but that's... Um, <laughs> That's if what your you mom said, that, right? If you're going to interrupt me... Only that one time, and that okay, was Okay, VP. Anyway, if you don't know that voice, then you're an idiot. <laughs> How do you say your last name? Oh, Anthony? Adam? Ata? Wait, let me say. Atamanek. Yeah, you got it. No way. Atamanek. That's the Canadianized version. Okay. Anthony is here. Woo! You know him from the President Show on Comedy Central, yes. who said, I've aged out. Um, I'm too old to be on Comedy Central. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I am too, I think. No. How old are you? <laughs> 43. Oh, you're way older. Uh, yeah. you're, way, you're way out. Um, yeah. So, 
Anthony is now. I mean, but you've done other shit. But you you're known now because you are you. Yes, that's the only thing I'm known you for. You pitched this show to Comedy Central. Yes, that. Um, what what what's the face, Hennessy? I was just thinking. I know you from Death by Ruru. Oh my God! Nobody knows that. That's yeah. an improv group at UCB. Mm-hmm. So okay. Yeah. Lick another ass, okay? <laughs> He's my guest. Judy, <laughs> you're the only. I guarantee you, know you're you the only fucking look that lick. up. You look that up so that Absolutely you could not. be the favorite. Nope, I went to Marymount, Manhattan, and it, one of yeah. the guys in it w- went there too. And uh, yeah, when when you guys first started, who? I was seeing your who, shows. Who went to Marymount, Manhattan? Uh, I think his is name was my Anthony. Show not his <laughs> show. <laughs> bing 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 not bing you, bing, bing 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 bing. So, um, Anthony has a very interesting... First of all, you are the number one name dropper of anyone I've ever met. Oh, I'll give it all to you. Because it's like, you know everyone, you're always... It's like annoying, okay? I sat with Sonny Bono in the green room of Letterman in 1990, speaking of Chaz. Why is that? My father played with Emmylou Harris. Oh, right. And I used to go with my dad on tour... So I sat and talked to Sonny Bono for like twenty five minutes. Okay. In the green room. What and how was that conversation? It was I I, I asked him what it was like to be with Cher. <laughs> like, uh, no way. How old were you in nineteen ninety? So that's fifth, eighteen. Uh, fifteen, sixteen. In nineteen ninety, you were fifteen. Yeah, 15, sixteen. It was nineteen. Oh, that's twenty. Yeah, I, I yeah. was thinking it was. <laughs> I yeah. forgot about the whole 2000 to 2010 <laughs> era. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, oh, that's only 18 years ago, and you just said you were four. Right. Right. I, I will say that's true for me. The, the, the 2000s don't have any records. Right. So, okay. So let's just start from the very beginning. It's okay. a very good place to start. Okay. If you learn your ABCs, do, re, mis. Okay. So, one, two, threes. Thank you, Julie. One, two, three. So, okay. Your mother, Marlena. Yes. Uh, Marlena Yanetti. Uh, and Eddie. Uh, so your mother is a blues singer, or was a blues singer. Bluegrass singer. Bluegrass singer. And a choreographer. And a choreographer. Yes. And uh, Italian or- it, Italian and Jewish. And Jewish. It all comes from that side. The notion of who I am from my father's side is only, we partly understand the Ukrainian end from my right. grandmother, but my grandfather, we don't know who he is or- Why? Because my grandmother... (laughs) Why not? My grandmother... We used to call her the horse Saskatchewan. No, I'm kidding. But uh, she she, uh, got around. My grandmother, you know, was a young woman in a time when you live in a farm community. She married one guy, but she got sort of into other relationships. So the Atamanek... While she was married? No, she just would jump. That guy left her, and then she moved to somebody else. But he wouldn't marry her, and then she moved to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she, had, so she was a slut. Your grandmother she, was a slut. Was, That's just a yeah. <laughs> and so she, a Tamanic has no meaning. So we think there's Jew on my father's side from the grandfather. from the Ukraine. And look at your face. Oh, it's your face. You have Jew face. I am like Lenny Riefenstahl's <laughs> poster child for Triumph of the Will. Like I would be on the post. I got to do a bunch of these. Um, wait, so so you didn't know your grandfather? Not on that side. Were you close with your grandmother on your father's your your father's mother? Uh, I was. I I I wouldn't say I was close uh, because they lived in Toronto, so I only visited her. All Jews in Toronto. All There's Jews a, in yeah, Toronto, and a lot of Holocaust survivors. Uh, yes. Okay. So, and then your mother. Where'd your mother grow up? Chelsea, Massachusetts. Oh, very nice. Chelsea, Chelsea and by the sea. Both of her parents. Yes. Were Jewish. Papa, no, Papa Tony's Italian. Yeah, Italian. And Tilly. My grandmother was Jewish. Tilly. Tilly. Little Tilly. And Tilly and I, I mean, my grandmother, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. And uh, Did she molest you? She would molest me. Although when I was little, I used to feel, I used to grab her tits, you know? Right. And she'd be like, ooh, he's grabbing my bosom. And I- Really? Did she have big tits? Oh, huge. You know, I I often think, (laughs) like, because my tits are now starting to sag, you know, like, and I remember seeing, my grandmother would come every weekend and I shared my bedroom with her. Yeah. And I would always see her naked and she had these big, I mean- now that I think about it, maybe they weren't as big as I thought they were, but they sure. were big. Yes. And um, and then I also remember going. We b- belonged to the <laughs> the J- JCC. Yeah. And you, if you go in the lock women's locker room at the JCC, it's like saggy tit central. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's like these 
women, these European Jewish women, these fucking huge tits <laughs> yeah. walking around. And now I look at my tits. They used to be really, fir- you know, like firm and and Colin used to love to touch them. And yes. I do all my I do my chest exercises and everything, but they just sag. You know, they yeah. I, mean, so, I read yeah. a thing about sagging that there's a certain element of which one there's an argument that bras actually increase it increase sag because they because you're not using the muscles yeah, you're not using the muscle that's interesting and then there's another argument to say that there's just a certain limit genetically that just some tits sag and some don't and that's a children i mean that's a children's book i think right we there. all <laughs> we all have read yeah we could write the saggy tits book for kids some tits mommy's sag tits some used don't. to be firm <laughs> yeah. and now they're what happened to mommy's tits <laughs> what happened to mommy's tits <laughs> that's what we're gonna call it <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my god! So you were close with your grandmother. And I was then, close with my grandma, and she was the one like we watched Golden Girls and we watched right. Murder She Wrote. And right. When everyone was out Saturday night, I was you know you sitting were sitting home at home with your grandmother, watching with my grandmother, right. Preparing to have a life as a serial killer, right. apparently. And are you an only child? I am an only child, but I used to do things like pretend to slam my head on the coffee table and she'd be like oh no and i would throw <laughs> myself down the stairs i love nothing more than watching my grandmother get worried and oh upset. she would really oh think- it was the best and, and yeah, then when you told her uh yeah i'm not really doing that yeah yeah would she laugh or be like oh, oh anthony you're fresh oh you're oh my fresh. mother used to you're say that fresh. to me yeah. you are so fresh yeah. judith yeah my- fresh <laughs> what year was she born 19 uh, 1915. Uh, oh, okay. So my 1915. mother's 22 and 1922. So. Yeah, my mother is, and my mother's 1938. So right. we, and she was April 14th. So it's like 1938, Hitler invades right. Poland. April 14th, the Titanic sinks. Oh, it's like it's her, great... uh, Lincoln was shot. Like right. her birthday is like the worst <laughs> day. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So you're an only child. Yes. And so were your parents on the road when you were a kid? Well, my father was in a band called Sea Trained. It was the right. first band produced by George Martin after the Beatles. Right. And who, the who? The, yeah, you know who are? Oh they? my god, <laughs> she's so funny. This yeah. little German club band called the Beatles. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> when my mom and dad met, because my mother was in the Boston uh, company of hair. So, she was? Did she get naked? Oh, yeah. She was just talking about it. She's like, I don't see what the big deal is. People get naked all the time, but they're going to go to the Golden Globes with their tits hanging out and then talk about me, too? I mean, you can yeah, imagine, right? I, I kind you of know? agree with no, her. I, I know, but I'm saying she's like going, she goes, right. I was naked on stage and I knew what I was doing. Now, also, did you ever see her in here? No, oh, I was. She, I've, saw, I've seen her perform all of it in the living room for me. <laughs> does she walk around naked? My mother does not walk around naked, but my mother does not have the boundaries uh, that you would expect. She's a drama from a kid. Parent. Yeah, she's, you know, yeah. she'd be getting, you know, she'd be like, turn around. When I was little, be like, turn around. Oh, I know, and I do like, that. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, I live in this tiny apartment. I'm like, that's what we, yeah. You are part of me. Get over I was it. like, uh, I'm walking, close your door, yes. you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and Elisa, my girlfriend, uh, will always inappropriate, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's I'm, I, what the fuck? You know, I have tits and a and a pussy. All right, so <laughs> I mean, they know it. And we've I mean, all seen them. I all. always walk around in my underwear, and every one of my friends has seen me. Um, oh, my naked. mother! The only image I have of my mother that's permanent is her in a long bloomies sweatshirt. That's like bloomies. Right. And, and then it's and just. And it's like a, down to the knees. Right. And that's the outfit in the house. Right. <laughs> but all Yanettis are like that. I don't think there's a Yanetti in my family who were not instantly in our pajamas the second that we're home. I want my clothes off when I walk in oh, my apartment. I drop them. First, I. I all it's like a fucking it's a trail it's like <laughs> it's like a non-romantic yeah. trail first like of you all, imagine it's gonna lead to like a bedroom right. and a sex scene but and it's nothing. just no it's you just eating like chips a on a get sofa the fuck off. first yeah. of all socks i have i cannot walk around in socks i hate socks i hate I socks hate i hate, I hate sleeping with socks people who oh, sleep I with socks i, I want to like, punch like, what them what the fuck is that yes i want to punch them like an assistance nurse in a Let living room uh, <laughs> you know those videos where they're beating the old person yeah. in the bed you know yeah. what i didn't fit on my bed you know because i was so tall <laughs> uh until my mother bought me an extra long bed and uh and i my feet used to hang off the bed I, 
I never wore socks. I mean, the fucking blanket wasn't even on them. I, I, no, you don't wear fucking socks to bed. But you know what? I do wear underpants to bed. Do you, do you, do you wear underwear to I bed? Wear, actually, I wear uh, sh- uh, ba- specifically like basketball shorts. Oh, so you can breathe. Uh, it's breathe and also ball containment. Because that's right. the, probably the biggest problem is pinching in the thigh at night and waking right. yourself up from like knocking your own right. balls. That's the only thing I want on. Is because nudity what about you, is Seth? too much. What I do you sleep? Underwear. You do. Tidy whities What do you oh. wear? Boxer briefs. I might get Tidy boxer briefs. I need much. to get boxer briefs. Yeah. Boxer briefs are the best because I wear my jockey. Well. <laughs> my jockey French cuts. Oh Ooh. yeah, uh, those so are like uh, those are like European men's swimming underwear, kind of. Ugh. Why did I even fucking talk to you? Like, I want to kill myself now. European men's underwear, they're French cut. Wait, you're, they're they're well, high what, on what the leg. Swimming underwear. You want me to show you? What All is right. a French? Yeah. Take Shut it up. off. So, um, I don't know if they're clean, so I don't know. What <laughs> a kidding. fucking tease. <laughs> the inside out, that's right. my favorite when you turn Ew, them inside out. Ew, I don't out. do that. The inside that's gross. Out. When you, you run out of laundry. Never. Oh, Turn them inside out for half a day. Selling my underwear? I, you could make a lot of money. I'm not selling my underwear. Okay. I have so. this scheme. I went running one time and I went, Jesus, my balls stink up this underwear like it's a puss. I should just wear women's underwear, like six stacked, go for a run, come up with some fake character, and then sell the underwear online. Nice. They smell like a puss? Is that short for pussy? <laughs> puss and balls smell the well, same. Do you don't think balls smell? I mean, I don't have I yes, don't have any. That's what I'm saying. The it's balls all the and same puss skin. Smell, it's a genital so smell. So you should have said p- balls. Let yeah, me tell yeah, you you're something. Right. That is true. Today, I, uh, Joy, who is my cleaning person, who yes. I can't fire. <laughs> She's broken everything in my fucking apartment. I come home. There's like, I can't even tell you. She's... Really horrible, but um, I can't fire her. So I, she was doing, she forgot to put, like, I'm literally going in the shower right before I got here. I'm like, Joy, are you going to wash the bath mat? She's like, oh my God. Okay. So, and I pay her so much money. I said, Joy, do you realize you make like $40 an hour? She goes, I don't work for per, by the hour. I'm like, fuck you. All right. So... So today, Ben left out, you know, he throws his fucking clothes all over. So he had his gym clothes in a, you know, his, he plays basketball in a bag. And I called him at school and, or I texted him, whatever. I said, what do you want me to do with these gym clothes? He's like, oh, I was just going through because he has a game today. So I, I said, oh, I'll just smell them to see if they're, see if they're uh-huh. I, I get, not like nothing. The smell like, yeah. I can't even describe how fucking horrible the smell was. And Musk. This is a lesbian. Musk. Horrible. The worst. It's the worst smell in the world. I have showered. It's balls, sweat. Yes. yes. Probably drippage. And some butt. And you got butt drippage up into the balls ah! too. That's just true. I can't oh, so see. Butt rolls back under. And I'm gonna say this. I have showered, clean, like scrubbed clean. Walked out of the shower, touched my balls two seconds after out of the shower, and been like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Really? They're already starting to smell again." Wait, do you are yours really hairy? Yes, because you were Italian. You Very a- hairy. I yeah. Oh, have you all shaved hairy. them? I like, will how trim. do you shave your balls? Uh, very, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you use a, uh, an electric razor to shave your balls? You it you can hover it, yeah. but you can't get to the skin because Wait, the... You zapped, right? You've zapped it before. Oh, yeah. What because Well, because the, the, the way a shaver works, you know, it's it's these blades yeah, yeah, moving they back, go and back and forth. forth. Because the skin's so wrinkly, the, the crevices, it instantly catches it and then, like, slices it. So. Ah! Yeah. So I go for like more of like a feather hair trim. Like if you got a couple, you know, soft hairs, it's okay. Right. But near. Yeah. I'll use scissors. Yeah, but you got to keep it like you know. I look. It looks like a rabbi is hiding in my crotch <laughs> if I just let it go. You know, with the little box on his head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. All right. Hi, this is Greg Proops. Uh, I just did Kill Me Now, and I only took my member out once. But what a man bag it is. 
Okay, no one loves the Grammy Awards more than me. I do have to say that I enjoyed them more when I was a child and people would actually get dressed up. I mean, they used to wear like tails and tuxedos and now it's like ripped jeans and a black t-shirt, but the music is still great. And this Sunday, January 28th, it's the 60th annual Grammy Awards, and you can stream the 60th annual Grammy Awards live with CBS All Access. Join host James Corden this Sunday, January 28th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 4.30 p.m. Pacific Time for music's biggest night, including Can't Miss Performances by Childish Gambino, Lady Gaga, Little Big Town, Pink... That's right, and more. Watch the show across screens, including mobile, desktop, and TV-connected devices. Start your free trial. This is a free trial of CBS All Access Now by visiting cbs.com slash gold. That's cbs.com slash G-O-L-D, as in Judy Gold, and you will get CBS All Access for free. Talk to you soon. Hey, everyone. You know... One of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay. Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50 to get... 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. So, uh, so I mean, you're growing up. Where where did you grow up? So I grew up in Chelsea, Massachusetts. Chelsea, Massachusetts, right. Multi-generational home. Right. Really? Yeah. So your grandmother lived with you? Oh, we were double-decker. We were, you know, they. my grandpa and grandma lived upstairs. Right. That's my your mother's mother parents. and yeah. stepfather lived downstairs. Right. My great-aunt, Helena, who's 98, I think yesterday, who's, lives who's, up the hill. Whose sister is she? She is married to my grandfather's uh, brother, Joe, who died uh, in like the 70s. Okay, great. Yeah. So your <laughs> parents were divorced. How old were you when they got divorced? Six. Six do you remember? Old. Oh, yeah. I Wait, remember. do you remember them together? I remember them fighting. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to stand in the hall and go, stop, don't right. fight. Right. And then uh, they broke up and my dad, you know, he took off. I think he took it hard because I think my mom, my mother says I left, you know, she left him. So uh, he kind of went away for a bit and, you know, he was working at the family paint company because we own, my grandfather started a paint company called Durant Paint. Really? And we like, I used to go and visit the, and all right. my time, my my childhood was spent hanging out with guys in this break room right. in the paint company. So you right. can imagine the level of conversation that right. was going on. And um, it was, 
you know, a great memory, but my father was unrealized in his music. So he went off and Did after, he study music in college? He never went to college. He started Did your playing. Mo- your mom went to college. She went to college after she divorced well, my dad. You know why? Jewish mother. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> but she, right. yeah, she went to BU and got a degree in physical uh, therapy. Okay. Yeah. PT? PT. Yeah. B-U-P-T. B-U-P-T. So... You, so where did they meet? Did they meet at like they have? They met like- at a party after I think hair. My dad was at the time C Train was based out of San Francisco, right? And he, I think he had played with he'd played with Janis Joplin wow. that summer. And then did he, he used to tell you teacher t- uh, teachers what the yeah, fuck is wrong? My teachers. Did he used to tell you stories about? He's told me one or two. I mean, my father's sober thirty two years, right? So some of that time gets a little foggy. Right. I mean, there are things I'll say to him like, hey, you remember when we went to this place in Harvard Square? He's like, no, Anthony. He's like, I don't remember anything from like 1980 to like 1986. He can't fucking lie to you? <laughs> I know. Oh, no, oh, I would be like, yeah, of course I remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I love actually that my dad's like, sorry, man, don't so remember. So he was yeah, wasted when he was with you or he was... No, I think it he was... He just has no memory because he... I, yeah. I think that what happened was... Uh, I mean, my father could tell it better, but I think the divorce probably activated that kind of latent right. addict in him, and then he went on this sort of binger. crash and burn binger, but the result was that he sobered up, and at like 42, was like, I want to play music, and so he packed up and went to Nashville. Was he working at the awesome. paint store until then? No, he left the paint store in 81, he started playing local clubs. He's always been like in a major lesson to me of like, you can always go back and do right. what you want. Right. Don't ever walk away from it just because you took time from it or whatever. Because right. like he got with Emmy Lou probably the same age I am now. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And that's like a 15 year break right. from work. Right. And of that kind of work. So, you know, that was a bummer because like he'd sobered up and then moved right away. Right. So I didn't even get... That time with my dad where he was clear, right? You know, right, right, consistently. Right. Uh, I hope you remind him of that all the time. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is like now, I mean, the back end was when we toured Trump versus Bernie with James. Right. My father came with me multiple tour oh, dates. Oh, that's so cute. You know what I mean? And it was like the flip. Like, right. My, cool. I went with my dad and now my dad went with me. And the truth is, is if you get that relationship with your parent, even if you're Yeah, it doesn't matter age, how old you are. Yeah. not Matter. Right, it back end fills in all right. that stuff. So now, yeah. okay, so you're six years old. Six years old, yeah. They divorce. How did they tell you? I think they sat me down. If I remember, they sat me down in my room and said, "We're we're gonna." And what'd get a you divorce. do? And we, I immediately saw a bawling. That's yeah, what that's what Henry did. Just crying. He just was screaming and crying. Yeah, and he said, "I knew it. I knew it." Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I was angry. Who were you mad at? My mom, of course. Right. I mean, that's. That's the well. If you have two moms like Henry, (laughs) (laughs) then you're then you're totally screwed. I think it's whoever the person is who takes you on gets the gets the deeper cut because they're around you, and so you're the one you exercise that. And I feel like my mother, you know, um, yeah, she had that was a rough run with the anger that I had, and I think about how my mom did nothing but. Drive me to school, teach, right, try but it to took get an you, education. It took you a while to realize that. Oh, it took yeah. me well into like probably high school right. to really get that. You yeah, know. but that's early. That seems normal. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he met her at hair, so he had already seen her naked. Yes, that's the best way right. I think, to ever meet You know, you know. that scene think, is like, isn't that scene five seconds long? It's at the end of act one. Yeah, it's but you like just want to stare at everyone's balls and dick. End of like, intermission, yeah. Like, I think people went to see that show just so they could see they, naked it, people. It, it yeah, was one to of see most hippie ball, hippie right. dick. brilliant things anyone's hippie ever post. done. I know, but it was a good show. Yeah, it's all right, but putting that Hair naked is scene all in there, right. I mean, what are you talking about? It's all right. Here's, the fucking listen, music is a great. Seminal. I know it is a movement. It is not a musical. I know everything about hair. I'm a musical theater nerd, and I will argue with you if you really Daniel want me to. My you mother could have. Then you'll know been. my mother. Oh, oh wow. Was also in the unsinkable Molly Brown on Broadway. That's dope. She was also in How to Succeed. Your mother. Oh, I really know. Trying. Yeah, she lived in. She dated Bill Cosby. No. 
That's just because I'm happy. What? Wait, how old was she when she dated Bill Cosby? It had to be 1960. This is before your father Does saw she her know? naked in well here. before. No, I when this all went down, I called my mom and I Mary. went, "Ma, was your term dating like right. you protecting me?" Right. And she's like, "No." My mother to this day goes, you know what? We had a wonderful time. He never did anything with me. I guess I wasn't important enough. <laughs> All he did oh was drink God. greyhounds and watch football every Sunday. Did they fuck? Uh, my mother says no, but I, I can't believe that. Six months? I had they to were together. Him. Wait, they were together six months. Dating six months, and wow. then he ended up banging her best friend. Wait, Whoa. how did she... Wasn't he married? Was he married? I don't know yeah, in his early 60s if he was. This is even before I Spy. I think right. his first appearance on The Tonight Show in New York, my mother was supposed to go with him. Right. And... Uh, and she mysteriously fell asleep. She fell asleep and woke up and was, you know, confused. No, she had to go on tour, so she couldn't go. So I guess her friend went instead, and then he was like, I'll go with you. So it was very early on, and also, Mom, if you hear this, I'm, if I'm butchering anything, just, you know. Yeah. Was your mom's friend's name Camille? Yes, her name was Camille, uh -huh. and then they've been together ever since. But so, yeah, that was my... Right. My mom used to tell me that she used to go parties with... Miles Davis and Duke Ellington, because they were these young right. dancer girls who would go and go to all the parties in New York. I mean, she lived here from 1957 to 1963, I wow, think. Wow, what a fucking cool time to live here. Uh-huh, yeah. So, uh, when you were, you know, in school, right. you have this... Your father wasn't doing music when you were like in grammar school. No, I mean, school. when I was like in grammar school, my dad was playing local clubs. Right. He was working at the video store. He was kind of, you right. know, bumming around. And I was moving school to school because I was sort of not a great student. And Really? Yeah. I mean, I was. if I applied myself, I was good, oh, but God, I didn't care. Oh, God, you know care. how much I got? If Judith applied care. herself, yeah. she would get straight A's. <laughs> yeah. um, but I blew everything off because I wanted to hang out. Right. So you're, you're, I mean, you're in Chelsea, Massachusetts, which is a suburb, you uh, know, and yet- It's the Bronx of Boston. Okay. But yeah. you have the coolest parents. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you had the coolest parents of all your friends, correct? Yeah, I had the coolest parents. I remember coming home one time in high school. I'm driving home, and I walk in the house, and I hear banjo, and I come around the corner, and there's my mom singing bluegrass on mm. banjo with six of my friends who were there that I didn't know were at the house. That's they why, because they came, just wanted to be with? They just wanted to hang out and listen to my mom jam session jam. that's so cool oh my god how crazy is that i was like what why the don't fuck? ben's friend ben's friends <laughs> uh, said break into my apartment when i'm not there and have a four-day party okay that's the difference between city kids and country I kids i can't fuck i'm still not over that okay. i was never i'm gonna say this i never understood it even when i was younger i just was never that I, my best friend Dave and I, the worst we did was we threw Chinese food in the street one time. Like, I did shitty things, but the notion of having a Dave party Hill. in the house, Dave Boulevard, which means puff pastry in French. Delicious. Uh, oh, he's not Jewish. All right. I can't no, no, yeah. Dave's, no, Dave's Boulevard. like Italian. Tell me he's chubby. Is he a little chubby? Dave is big guy. Right. Are you still friends with Dave? Best, no deepest, way. dearest friend. Where does he live? He lives in Arlington, Mass. Ah, oh, what does he do? He is. Uh, some yeah that you're really oil. Good no okay. he's like he does a financial job oh he's rich kind of but he he more so he's like a math wizard with moving stocks so I don't understand okay, what he whatever. does okay so I don't get nice. it so you move schools yes how many times was One, that two, traumatic three, four five eight six times no fucking way to, uh, up okay so it, harbor light harbor light. No to Jam's children's class. So kindergarten, uh, no, so preschool, then uh, Notre Dame children's class was K through one. Chelsea Public Schools, one year, second grade. Uh -huh. Fairweather Street School, four years in Cambridge. One year at Beaver Country Day. Oh, that's... Used to be an all-girls school. Right. Well, that's why they call it Beaver. Hey, yeah, now! Hello! And then Glen Urquhart School. What's Hamilton, that? That was a Scottish private school. Is named after a guy? No, Glen Urquhart is the Urquhart Glen Castle. Urquhart. It's where Loch Ness is. Oh, okay, got you. And then I went to Hamilton Wyndham Regional High School and then Emerson College. Wow. So you didn't have to pay for Emerson because your mother... Mommy taught there. Yeah. Mommy taught there. Yeah. The best thing in the world. Nice. Um, 
Were you popular in high school? I was the school president and the homecoming king. No fucking way! <laughs> well. And I also was a poor student, but my big thing as president of the high school was I had this true belief. I was like, we need to get all the clicks together. So I set up click summit. So I would sit with the metalheads. I would sit with the jocks. I would, and oh I God. went to the jocks, and I was like, "Stop punching the theater kids in the back of the head." Right? Why are you doing it? You're like the the lead gang so member in the Warriors. Yeah. Yes. So you, Cyrus. Cyrus. Thank Cyrus. you. So you would go. He'd have killed me for that. You would. You would go and defend that you could. You did intervention. Yes, I did intervention. Yes. And there was, I had that principal actually years later, we, I saw him and he was like, you know, that class, he goes, that year was the only peaceful year we had at the school in terms of like, because right. I, I, my thought was if everyone just got that everyone felt marginalized, right? then everyone would realize that the whole notion is that the school, the parent teacher board, they're the ones driving you apart, right. not us. Right. We're all just trying to get along and have fun and hang right. out and be in school. And I, and that year was the year that HIV was like really coming to the forefront. We had a student who had uh, had assembly where they announced they had HIV from a transfusion, oh, no way, for hemophilia. Were kids oh, mean to him? Oh, it was. Yeah, they were mean to him. Uh, a okay? lot of rumor and stuff. No, he's passed away. I mean, this was Fuck. before, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think it had already become AIDS. I don't think right. it was. It was not just HIV at that point. And. Um, uh, so I made a push to do a condom dispension in the schools, even right. though it wasn't related to STD, but it is. Right. So uh, the school wanted to remove me as president. So I went to the school board meeting and threw a condom at the like at the school board table. Right. And was like, "Don't you people fuck?" I was like, "I don't." No, you get, didn't. Yeah. How I old was, are you? Uh, Fifteen, sixteen. I did not. What, uh, give did a your shit. mother know that and your father? Oh, I mean, they, they were so there because it was another town. Right. I wasn't even in the town that I. Right, right, right. So I would go home and tell them, and be like, "What? What did you do? That's crazy. Great, right. you yeah. know." And that was that was what I did. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. it was great. It was so much fun. I had like natural. I, mean, I I was went from getting punched in the back ahead, punched in the back ahead at lockers and doing theater and being made fun right. of, and to. You know, making the school at least good for a little bit of time for right. everybody, which was nice. So, it's funny that they wanted to remove you. Oh, I was a Jew from Chelsea, which was the headline in the paper in that town, which was Jew from Chelsea becomes no president. Yeah, Jew from Chelsea. Jew from Chelsea. <laughs> they used to they used to throw Wait. pennies at me in oh, yeah. high school yeah, and go yeah, go yeah. buy a friend. Yeah, yeah. Are you fuck Jew? Do you have that article? I have it at home. You have to. You have to put that on your wall. <laughs> yeah. So, Jew from Chelsea. Jew from Chelsea. Um, that should be the name of your next special. Yeah, Jew from Chelsea. Jew from Chelsea. <laughs> so becomes president. Did you apply to any other colleges? Nope. No, I just, just knew. knew. I went to Emerson since 1980 because my mom taught there. Right. So I was a latchkey, right? So right. I would go from school so to So you're sitting in there. green rooms and at the coolest college in the United States of America hanging yeah. out there. Yeah, okay. it wasn't, but it wasn't cool when my mom taught there. It was like a stoner school with like six buildings. Right. And everybody when, when, was a burnout. What, that's, that's why I wanted to go there. I know. I mean, uh, and that's where and my like, parents wouldn't let me. Well, you know, Mario, I, I told it. you about Mario. Yeah. You know, Mario, I knew when I was like eight. Right. And Mario Cantone, everybody. Yes. yes. Um, and then, yes, Jen. I mean, Jen Kirkman and I on had one show. of our first jobs we did in New York. One of my first comedy jobs was this, my friend Paul Stark, who hired both of us to like write How do I know Paul stuff. Stark? Paul Stark is a producer was a producer on the Caroline Ray show. Oh, okay, that's why. Yes. Okay, so... And Tony Danza's show. You, uh... Did you move to New York right after... Moved to Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. Graduated, yes, yes. moved to Los Angeles, went to work for Jim Henson's The Muppets. That's right! Where I worked for the digital department. And what did you do? Uh, my mother's friend, Franny, God rest her soul, uh, her friend... Was she Jewish, her, Franny? She, Franny was Jewish. All right, there you go. And she, uh, and Armenian, and she uh, got, her niece got me a job there in the internet department in 1997. That must have been a small department. It was a very small department. I was pissed because I was a film major. Right. And at the time, I did comedy at Emerson just as like a lark. I just right. did improv and sketch and stuff for fun. And Not really <sighs> stand-up. No, you know, I, I have never done stand-up per se, 
I at one I started doing storytelling. I remember Todd Berry one time being like, "Stop t- calling it storytelling, just call it fucking stand up." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "I won't call it storytelling <laughs> anymore," because it was funny and I was just telling right. stuff. But yeah. I think in my insecurity, the work of stand up is such an individuated skill set, and right. I had taken a different path. Right. And I felt like it was disrespectful to every person who'd worked you like sound that like a to just take it on. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like to to say well, to someone they did else, that, yeah, you know, like that whole thing in the '90s with worried. the uncabaret and the. The Largo and the—that's where know, I fit in. Character right. yeah, bits the and like, slams right? And yeah. yeah, the I'm not really stand up. We don't do jokes. Um, well, yeah. that I don't. I mean, that my thing is you got to go up and be funny. Something's right. supposed to be funny, right. and you're supposed to work at it and know what you're doing. Right, right, and, right. And that's true. I think the biggest misconception about improv is that somehow, because there is so much bad improv, but there's also so much bad stand up. There's so much bad everything. The, so, the improv that's good you don't know is improv. Well, it's also that it's a skill set, like anything. It's a skill set. It is not just going and dumping shit out. It's a skill you learn. And if you learn it and execute it well, you will be good at it. But people don't see it that way. They think that improv's the like... The place you go where you could just get away with kind of being half baked. Right. And that's not true. Hmm. But it is true for a lot of people because they suck and they get reinforced. But the point is I worked there... Uh, I develop a wonderful. I'm smoking speed. Okay, I'm smoking ice. Nice. You know, really doing blow. I've done that. No way. I'm, but I'm, you acted. You just said the the wor- worst thing I did was throw Chinese food on the. Oh, I meant when I was in high school. I know that's when you start. 18, and then there was the mess. I smoked a joint the <laughs> day I got out of high school. I smoked right. my first joint. Right. That's and, right. And that was not, yeah, I know. You're supposed and, to start in high school. I know, yeah, but I wrong, didn't yeah. from when I, and so, not that that was like, that led me to right. math, but I'm saying I was a late bloomer in terms of experimenting. Right. So by the time I got So you post, smoke a joint, and then you're like, oh, I love this. Yes. Okay. And I still love that. Right. And then I went into, you know, LA in the late 90s, like, Mid late nineties, speed was everywhere, right? And everyone, Scott Weil, and all the you know, you everybody was using it in the upper echelons of things too, not just so what you know. So garbage. did you you smoked? I would smoke it. I would smoke it in a glass pipe, like a crackhead, like a crackhead. And uh-huh. I would watch Seinfeld. I had a supercut That's of Seinfeld a on a VHS tape that had no um, commercials, and I would put that on in my studio apartment. And then write children's <laughs> stories for Henson. Like, my, like Grandma Has Big Tits. Yeah, like Grandma Henson. Has Big Tits, the Boston Lady. Nice, what happened to he Mommy's He could have made tits? a nice, um, you know, puppet of, with really big tits. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, and we had one on the show called Miss Kitty Titty, and no the network way. made us cut her. Wait. <laughs> no shit. Was, <laughs> Miss Kitty Tits, Miss Kitty Tits. What, was Jim Henson the nicest guy in the whole Miss world? Pussy Jim was dead. It was oh, yeah. his son was, Brian who uh, was running the company. When did he die? Like nineteen ninety. Henson died nineteen ninety. How come I? I'm so old that I. I oh god! <laughs> remember I'm the so old that I think that he died like in two. Uh, remember the cover of, of Time? Do. Yes, with Kermit hugging his director chair. Oh, all right. Very so manipulative. Was the Henson family nice? <laughs> yes. Very. It was like working at a family. Shop like right. Henson's widow would come and bring like sandwiches for us oh. during the week, and Brian invited everybody to every holiday party. And I, you know, I watched. You know, I would sit with Frank Oz and discuss the note, the nature of this squash that was sitting on the right. table. Like it was a very hippie, dippy, cool, free place, and uh, they were they kept me on for as long as they could, but then that division folded. The internet right. division folded because it was too early. And at that point, now I'm like, you know, pretty knee deep in my using. And I'm also, you know, I'm trolling. Like how bad? Like, trolling for sex workers on Sunset. No way. Oh, yeah. My favorite sex worker story, it's terrible, is I picked up two women. You're a nice Jewish boy. <laughs> and you're smoking crack and trolling for fucking sex workers. Now, what, did you? your parents know this at all? They know now. I mean, you know, this, I, I obviously went through this darkening period right. and where I probably had repressed a lot of my rage throughout yes. my childhood and I executed it in these private acts that only I could control and right. that's how I got control. All right, so you're you know? on sex workers for. So I'm on Sunset, I picked these two women up and they go, come on, let's go find this place. So I went to the parking garage under my 
apartment. Where was your apartment? On uh, Alta Vista and Sunset. Oh, very nice, yes. And we're in there, and the one woman's giving me a hand job, but the other woman's sitting in the back seat. And I see her going through my wallet. I see no her way. Like, and I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And like a parent- Did you have a heart on while- Yes. She- All right. And like a parent on a road trip, I went, I will turn this car around. <laughs> And bring you back to the corner I picked you up on. I am so disappointed. I literally said right. I was disappointed. And she, to her credit, was like, she she was like, I'm sorry. Uh, I was like, guys, come on, really? man. Yeah, you I was like, what are you doing? Come on. So I dropped the back Did off. Did you come? No, I didn't come. Uh, say Serves so, them right. I, I, Nobody that... won that day. Ugh. Nobody won that day. So you didn't. So, then yeah. I sobered up. I mean, was that what from made speed. you sober up? It was a one other night where I, I had gotten to that point where like I was having like the paranoid belief that there were cops coming in through the window. Right. And, Is this all because of the smoking of the yes. speed? Yes, and yeah. so I decided I need to get clean from how'd you do speed. it i went to program went day right and i stopped everything and then i was like eh, maybe not everything and i mean after a little while right and then i worked as a pa in the last season of mr show during uh, that right. time yes 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 david cross yeah. yeah david cross the great emersonian right and uh then i uh went and worked for suzanne summers Right. Writing copy for her, like, ab butt master. Oh, my God. The, yeah, thigh master. Yes, thigh master. You oh. wrote those? I, you... Wrote, I wrote copy for the uh, book and for the side of the box. And... Wow. That is legendary, How bro. did you get that job? I worked on a Providian credit card commercial with her son, Bruce Jr., and then he was like, do you want to like come work in the office and then help write copy? And then I became, like, half gopher. It was, like, out of their office. Was she in... nice? Yes, she was nice. Her husband, Alan. Alan. Oh, Alan, whatever. I don't remember his last name. Look him up to name. see if he's... Alan's okay. He loves right. wine. They have love wine. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, the best, I, I went to their storage Alan's unit. Okay. and she loves wine. She was in the that uh, sitcom with Patrick Duffy. Yes. Okay, so they there oh, was yeah. a videotape from one of their seasons where they had their blooper reel, and I right. like stole it from the locker and like, oh, nice. like felt like I got revenge against her by taking her fucking blooper reel tape. And then I would like watch it. I, that's Alan my one Hamill. memory. Alan Hamill. Is he Jewish? Oh, let me check. Oh, God. Yeah, there's Alan. Okay. Uh, you got the fucking... You have the weirdest job history. Yes. I have... <laughs> but now, during this time, are he you doing... He is Jewish. I knew it. So, during this time, yeah. are you doing any sort of performing? Or just writing? I performed in college. I was just writing. And I did, like, two... There used to be a place called the Coconut Teaser mm-hmm. on Sunset, mm-hmm. and I would do open mics there. Right. And I was like, I don't know how to do this, but I know I now want to do this. Right. So when things really sort of just not fell apart, like I had evened out, I wasn't you know, doing Coke and Speed anymore, right. I wasn't trolling Sunset, but right. I sort of was listing in Los Angeles with no direction because the notion of And how old being, are you? I'm 23. Uh, okay. And I'm going, what's the... You know, what's the point? I'm not going to go in this directing track of like being a PA and an AD. I'm not going to do right, that. Right, because that's so, not what you want to do. That's not right. what I want. So I, I said, Ma, I'm going to come home. Ma. Ma, that's what I call home. my mother. Yeah. And I went home to Boston for like th- two months. Then my stepfather was like, you got to fucking So your mother, go. when did, how old were you when your mother remarried? Oh, uh, seven or eight. Eight. Wait, so she was cheating on your father. Well, we've always had this thing. She says that Stephen was and my mother. Step my stepfather's fifteen years younger than my mother. What? Yes. How did we miss this shit? <laughs> Stephen, what? Doctor Stephen Sirikis. He's gonna hate that I said his last name. Wait. Ooh. So he's uh, Greek. His last name. He's Greek. Yes. He's a, my mother's Greek god, as she says. Oh, and he's but a, he's what kind of doctor? Of anatomy and physiology, teaches. Uh, you know, Massachusetts teaches in Boston. Where? Very private guy. <laughs> Where? <laughs> What's his social? <laughs> LaSalle College. Oh, okay. And uh, Tufts. Yeah. That's cool. His... Yeah, you know who went to Tufts? My girlfriend. Okay, hey! Elisa Helper. Maybe Go she ahead. had Stephen Sirikis. Um, and Stephen's like very logical, very like, he's got long, long hair. 
How did they meet? They were in a running club called the Cambridge Sports Union. Oh, God. This is nauseating. And they they were all in a running club. Right. Then they were hanging out, and then... She said, I was in hair. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And so then they got together. Okay. So he's essentially... And do you like... So he's like... I love love Steve. You love him? Love him. And they all get along. Everyone gets along. Your father, mother, gets father gets along with yeah. They okay. go see him perform when he comes to. Oh, Boston. very That's, nice. That's so lesbianic. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you go back home to your mother because you're a drug addict. Yes. Getting pe- sex. Yes. Yeah. Paying for sex. And uh, you stay there for three months. Stay there for three months. And then what? And then I go to New York. I moved to New York. And Were you? Don't you? Do you regret not going right to New York from yes. Emerson? I regret not going to New York right from high school. Right. Mm. But yeah, I regret not going to New All York. Right. I wasted three years in Los Angeles. All right, you did the crack. Okay, I did the crack. so <laughs> you got the good stories. Okay, so I loved it. So and in you, is, is awesome. that when you started at UCB? No. Then I uh, was working at a place called Gotham City Improv. Oh, I've heard of that. And I was improvising there. Very wonderful place. Right. But I moved up very quickly. Right. And, you know, then I saw a show at UCB, and I saw my friend John Gemberling, who plays Steve Bannon on, on The President Show, right. and my friend Curtis Gwynn, who's the showrunner for Se- Stranger Things Season 3. Right. He's like successful people now, right. and they were incredible then. Right. And I watched them, and I went, this is where I want to be. Right. Mm. This stuff is fucking edge. Don't you think the ghost of Janet Reno needs to um, <laughs> yes. show up on The President Show, <laughs> yes. played by I Judy think for the spe- Yes, I do. I do. Okay. I think we can, I think we can definitely, <laughs> either that it's or we the do The President Show, Waco Revisited. And we just, yes, we could do we that. We just go, we just flashback. I could do, uh, you know, I did Eleanor Roosevelt and Linda uh, Tripp and Clinton the Musical, so oh my we God, could do. Linda Tripp. Oh, yeah, yes, I played. Uh, yes, I did Linda Tripp. Uh, <laughs> um, I waited on Monica Lewinsky once. What? Yep. Tell, nice. do tell. Nice. Where were you working? John's Pizzeria in Times oh, Square. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about John's Pizzeria. Is that I had the your gun put job? to my head. Yeah. Ooh. So that was your first job when you got to New York. Yes. Where did you get an apartment? I was uh, at Ocean Parkway, the very first one. Wow. Yo, an hour and a half commute to the Upper West Side wow. when it was the Lincoln Center one that's right. now closed. Right. So were you paying for sex at this point? No, okay. no, no. I was all done. That okay. was all done. I left that in L.A. So you go to John's Pizzeria. Go to John's Pizzeria. Start waiting tables. I was Giuliani when he was having his affair with Judy Nathan. Yeah. They used to come Judith. in after close. Judith. Judith. Judith okay. Nathan. They would wait. Uh, I would wait on them after the place closed. Right. Because he. that's when he... You That's know. when he would sneak Ooh. in. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, was he a big fucking asshole then? <laughs> you know, he's. It's so weird because uh, I would always sit and tell him like, "Why are you?" Or I would like shit on him politically. Right. But uh, we both ended up <laughs> reading a, a book you. at the same time. Right. But I had a cable access show called Captain Conspiracy on MNN. Right. Where I dressed as a sea captain whose wife was trapped in a gold medallion around my chest and I discussed conspiracy theories. Right. And in 2004, <laughs> I went to Manchester, New Hampshire <laughs> right. when he was stumping for Bush. Right. And I saw him at this event and I said, Mayor, I'm going to ask you a question in the in the press conference. He goes, okay, okay. And I... and. I will say dollars to donuts. The guy fucking after all these important reporters ask questions at a major press conference, he goes, "You in the back," and I'm in an old sea captain's hat <laughs> with a fake Van Dyke beard, and I ask him a fucking question. And afterwards, Chris Matthews walks up to me and goes, "Kid, who are you? What news outfit are you from?" <laughs> And I was like, I'm from Cable Access. So I, as much as he's a scum fuck. What now? Did Chris? Um, Look, I gotta did give it to him. You when he said that? Did, did he Chris spit Matthews? all over me? I mean, he fucking spits. He's like Gallagher. It's a I, Gallagher too. <laughs> Wait, do Chris Matthews? Hey, Ken, let me tell you something. You're great. There's some of the great. I'm only ripping James Adomian's Chris right. Matthews. I got to give him credit. Okay. You know, it's all. It's, 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 we, you, how do you know this? It's, it's, we, we're, this is a crazy world we're in. Washington DC. <laughs> James, Chris, I'm sorry. Well, James isn't here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question for Chris Matthews. Sure. Like you ask people, like on your show, Chris, you'll ask the guest a question but then you'll just like the minute Judy Gold here coming in hot asking a question Chris Matthews I don't know how to answer but the truth of the because matter is you'll ask me a question and then you'll just start talking and here's my... the point Judy you know the Judy where are you going what's the point you know how much taller can you get <laughs> what do you think you think we can reach 8 feet by 2020 
<laughs> James, I'm sorry. James, I'm taking your uh, bit. I'm sorry. All right. So <laughs> now I ha- I have tried the improv, you know, and I t- yeah. I worked I took a lot of improv classes. I prefer the stand up. Yeah. Um, I do get the. I mean, improv is hard because you have. I, you know, the problem was like someone would come up with a premise and right. be like, you know. You work uh, in a chair factory. I I'm working at the chair factory. Right. Isn't this chair, you know, beautiful? Yeah. And I would want to say no, it's fucking ugly, but you always have to say yes. Like, that's, that's not true. That's a lie. Really? Yes, this is the biggest misconception in improv. Yes is the uh is the inherent agreement on our reality. So in other words, we're yesing this right we all agree we're doing a podcast we all agree yes. we're in the room yes that's the yes. yes we're doing a podcast yes that is what so this is the dna of it is the commonly agreed upon reality which is to convince the brain to park the notion of having to reinvent and re-render where we're at like imagine if you had to consciously remind yourself every four seconds every second what we were doing where we are and what's going on you'd go insane right. so the, the the actual act of you having a point of view if i go isn't this chair great that we made the chair factory and you go no i fucking hate it you're not denying the scene you're expressing right. a point of view about the chair right. you're actually Making the scene more interesting right. because now I can go. Oh, well, this is un- this is interesting that at this factory where we work, this person who works with me at this small chair factory right. hates the work we do. Right. What is that about? So no, deny what would be a denial or not yes ending right. is if I go this is a chair and you say no that's a cow. Right. That's that's like then it's like right. we're in insanity land, right? right? And then. Still, even there, there's the justifier couplet of going, well, if I go, this is a birthday cake and you know, the, and you say, no, that's a death warrant. Well, right. can I bridge it and go, how do you perceptively interpret that birthday cake as a death warrant? Right. Are you sick? Right, is right, this right, sad? Right. That so it's all about what do you do with the, the Legos are dumped out on the floor. Right. It's your job to figure out how to build them into something. And that's hard to teach do you, people. Uh, do you think... People can do it without being taught. Uh, I think people can inadvertently do it, right. but there will be a law of diminishing returns because uh, I I don't know if, you know how deep into that to go, but like if the prefrontal cortex's job is to protect the system, the brain, right. and the job of our consciousness is to make it effective, to lethally, effectively fire as little right. energy as possible. So improv overclocks the brain because it it makes it do all this additional work. Right. So the brain goes, I don't want to do it. Right. So the further down you go without training, the more scattered your brain goes. Has anyone made it like, I mean... I don't like made it, it as an improviser. Yeah, yeah, without ever. No, the no. greatest lesson I learned from my time at UCB was although improv is an art form in and of right. itself, and it's great to perform it, and it helps every gotta, other art form. It helped, but I had the thing I learned that I'm now into because I have a variety show. Is I love solo performance. Yeah, me too. I absolutely love it. I love owning it. I love being able to yell at that fucking audience if. You know, oh my ter- god! Of course, uh, fuck it. And like improv is a different line. I think I've mastered that. Yeah, I at your love audience. lecturing and yelling. At I them, go, what the know? fuck is wrong with you? Yes. I worked on that joke. It's yes. really funny. <laughs> I scream at them all yes. the so time. Funny. Wait, we started a show. What was the, the? I came back to do a Tony show on the third, and our whole thing was the Great British Bake Off, and I was playing Mary, and my friend Connor was playing Paul, right. who hosts the show. And I was, so I was an old British woman. We come out in the first two minutes. I look, and in the front row, there's a woman in her winter coat, fucking eyes shut, leaning on her boyfriend. Oh, God damn. Get the fuck. And I was like, hello, wake the fuck up. I go, it's too I go, how the fuck do you show up and go to sleep? I go, what are you doing? Why would you do that? And she's like, ha, 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 ha. You know, and the thing is, is my favorite is when you can abuse them. And they and they come around. Right, right, That's right. That's the right. best thing in the yeah, world because yeah, yeah. then at the very end of the show, when they're awake and you go, Oh, you're still awake? Right. They give you all these markers for the show. Right. You need those. You need you don't right. want people who disrupt. But they are so important into my view of how I perform. They're part of your conversation and But rhythm, it's also you know? we you know, they don't understand that we see everything. Like well, we're, they think they're in know, a fishbowl. Right. 
And and yeah. it's like and and it's also the place could be going fucking crazy for you, and uh-huh. there'll be one person. Oh, and that's it. One miserable fucking cunt. And they're all sitting there, and you're like, yeah. that's all you think about. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with yeah. you? What is Why, wrong with yeah. you? Why the fuck aren't you laughing? Right. I used to in my variety show when people would get up and walk out. Yeah, I would take the mic, that's, go off that's stage, a good sign. and go with them, and go, "Hey, why are you fucking right. leaving? What's your problem? Right? Why are you going?" I, I my favorite is when they're just going to the bathroom, and they right. go, "I'm just going to the bathroom," right. and I go, oh, "Okay, all right, <laughs> get get a good seat, <laughs> see if you come so back." So, do you have a variety show now? Yeah, the next one will be January 31st oh, at UCB. No, I'm, I'm actually busy. Thanks. Oh, so uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, so. January 31st. Well, if you want to work for free, come down to the UCB and do oh, the variety I, show. I did ask Kat. Oh, Is yeah. That, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to Kill Me Now on iTunes and leave us a great review. Or just go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you for the visit. Hello.